Rockin'. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Wednesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead in this Double Barrel Wednesday. Sean Callahan, Parker Gabriel, and a mailbag as always. Get your questions into earlybreak937 at gmail.com. How are you today? You sound chipper. I am pretty chipper today. Pretty chipper. All right, chipper. Um, then we should have a good show. Harrison's here. Harrison is here. Good morning to Harrison. I acknowledged him today. Yeah. So you have to ask at 645 if I have or not. <laughs> we did. Is he driving? Are you, uh, Harrison, just shake your head. Are you driving a dragster? You got driving another car right now. Are you driving a dragster? Okay. Thought I saw another one out there. That was probably somebody else's. Yeah, probably somebody else's. Somebody else's at that. What's that place up there? A daycare? It's a daycare, yeah. It's a daycare. Yeah, sometimes those gals. They park down there yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, maybe that's one of their dragsters. Probably is. Good chance. God, it'd be nice to drive a dragster. Well, you always can. That's a good point, Jake. No, yeah, no one's holding. That. No one's holding you back or stopping you from driving a dragster. Yeah, I got back into work mode yesterday. Well, I did work. You told me you weren't going to work on the show. Well, Parker told me I was going to work. He said I heard you on the show, and that's not the case. You're going to work today. Yeah. <laughs> nice try. So I did. You've work. had enough time off one yeah. day. Yeah. yeah Your yeah. one day was enough time off. We now have a lot to, to talk work. about. Let's talk about Madden. Right. We off do. The bat. We'll get to Husker stuff in a second, but uh, we cannot start the show without. Uh, telling you about John Madden, of course, the longtime coach and broadcaster, passed away yesterday at the age of 85. When I think of NFL, I'm 30 years old. Now, you obviously are 55, and you have had plenty of obviously. coaches and broadcasters out there. But what I think of NFL, at least, at least at a young age, I think of three people, two together, Pat Summerall and John Madden, and then eventually Al Michaels, and John Madden, nice. but John Madden nice. is right there Good job. in the main focus of, hey, who? what was the NFL? And I think of myself as a kid getting the video game, Madden 2003, 2004. Sure. I mean, these are – John Madden was a big chunk of what football was, especially obviously in the NFL. He was a huge piece of the success of the NFL, both as a coach and a broadcaster, and this is a, a massive loss for the football community today. Says Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, quote, I am not aware of anyone who has made a more meaningful impact on the NFL than John Madden, and I know no one who loved the game more. Per your comment about his sort of multifaceted role, people always ask, this is what John Madden said once, people always ask, are you a coach or a broadcaster or a video game guy? He said, I'm a coach, always been a coach. Well, he was he won the Super Bowl in seventy after the seventy sixth season. And I swear, Jake, I know I don't I know you don't think of me as an NFL fan, but that was maybe the happiest day of my life, um, as a child. You were a Raiders fan growing up. 
gigantic. Yeah. I can still recite that that team almost. I probably I can come up with probably thirty guys on that team. Um, I would cry when the Raiders lost. Now I lost it. Lost. I, I, you know, I lost the love when they moved and all that. Sure, makes sense. And they became something other than the renegade force that they were. Um, but I did not know, and I bet you did not know that John Madden compiled a 759 winning percentage, which is the best, still the best yeah. among NFL coaches with more than 100 games. Yeah. Now, ten, he re- yeah, minimum, he coached 10 seasons with the Raiders. He retired when he was 42 as a coach. Retired at age 42, he, he was having ulcer issues mm. and then retired to the broadcasting booth. And I'm glad you said what you did. I'm I'm with you. Uh, yeah, it was Madden Summerall. I'm glad you mentioned Pat Summerall. And those those two together is, is like my first memory of what the NFL was, and a long term memory for that. Those those guys were big time. Where right now, if you watch an NFL game on Fox, the big the crew is Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. That's that's to me the equivalent like, of Summerall. It was Pat Summerall and John Madden. Yeah. That was the crew. Yeah, Buck eight eight Aikman is the equivalent. Now some people are gonna. I mean, they're he, but Aikman's not Madden. But no, come on, no, I mean, that's no, like, nobody's mad. Yeah, that's like saying um, the Foo Fighters aren't Elvis. I mean, that's not a good one. Um, that's like saying Weezer is not Elvis. There you go. There yeah. you go. That's better. That's like saying that's Weezer's better. not Elvis. Yeah, Aikman is not Madden. Um, so yes, this was from Roger Goodell yesterday. How about this? He says, "quote Nobody loved football more than Coach. He was." Football. He was an incredible sounding board to me and so many others. There will never be another John Madden, and we will be forever indebted to him for all he did to make football and the NFL what it is today. How about 16 Emmy Awards? How about 16 Emmy Awards for Outstanding Sports Analyst Personality? We have not won an Emmy, by the way. We have not yet. We need to get our name into the hat there. Is there a hat? Yeah, is there a hat going around for is there a cat? Emmy considerations here, nominations? We'll put our, we'll put our name in there. I like Try the to fact, get one. I like the fact that you um, you are an NF. I wonder, I, yeah, I love the fact that you are dead set on leading the show with Matt. Well, I just think it's it's a again a guy that I you know I love the NFL. I, I am a NFL guy through and through. One of the biggest NFL fans I know. It's not I'm, I'm a Dolphins fan first, but I, I do I love watching all NFL games. I just NFL Sundays to me are just the best the best days the best seven to eight hours nine hours of foot of of TV watching that there is ever. <clears throat> I I love it. And, and John Madden again it was a part of that as a kid and for me. And then also playing video games. I mean, anybody loves the NFL and playing video games. John Madden is the guy. He's got his own video franchise, one of the biggest of all time. Yeah, in sports uh, or in the, video games. By the way, we should acknowledge eighty-five. He was eighty-five, and the NFL said he died unexpectedly and did not detail a cause. Now that so that, that there's an element of sadness to this. Apparently, he wasn't in terribly bad health. Um, so. Now, John in Des Moines um, said there's a video that needs to be watched. Um, he mentioned that. I'm sure John's listening. Um, what are you hearing from the people? Well, one second before the people. Uh, just regarding his video game, they sold 250 million-plus copies of the Madden NFL series on video games. That's not bad. 250 million-plus 
copies. That seems like a good uh, And he did broadcast from 1979 to 2008. 11 Super Bowls he broadcasted. Zip, 11. Yes. I mean, yeah. And there, there were the iconic moments in his coaching career um, that, that <clears throat> you know, the immaculate reception. Do you know what that is, by yeah, the way? Yes, Franco Harris. Do you? I, yeah, I know that. Okay. Terry Bradshaw passed, should have been picked off, was knocked down. Franco Harris picks it up and goes for a touchdown. Yeah. Of um, course. I think it, it, the debate is, you know, back then, if, it, if the ball bounced off an offensive player uh, directly to a teammate, it was illegal. It, it couldn't bounce off an offensive player. And there was, there was controversy on that play that it might have bounced off Pittsburgh's Frenchie Fuqua. Um, Good name. Yeah, Frenchie Fuqua to Franco. Um, or maybe it hit Jack Tatum. Now, the now, now, Jake, I will tell you this. Not that you really care, but just to illustrate my level of love and the fact I once was a gigantic fan. This makes me happy, by the way. Yeah. I mean, I remember the Holy Roller play in 78 as if it happened yesterday. I, I remember our standing. I was watching the game, and I was I, I was like everybody else. My jaw dropped when state when Kenny Stabler purpose he was getting sacked and he purposely I was on the final play, okay, against the Chargers and he and he purposely fumbled the ball. And you know, we all at that time you're like, okay, now can you do that? Um so there was a there was a huge controversy. Um Dave Casper recovered it for the winning touchdown. It was a it was a it was incredibly like cuz at the time you're like, I I don't know if he can do that. <laughs> but he did it, and it was legal at the time. You could fall. He, he and they probably smoked cigarettes on the sideline to celebrate <laughs> back then. Well, the hey, the the guys talk well, maybe about on that. the field. The guys talk about that. Well, here's what he said. You'll love this. <clears throat> this was what the AP story said. Josh DeBow did a really good story that you're reading. I think you're reading the same one I am. Josh DeBow's the AP writer who handled the obit. He did a really good job on it. He said this about Madden. With his demonstrative demeanor and side, on the sideline and disheveled look, Madden was the ideal coach for the collection of cast-off and misfits that made up those Raiders teams. This is what John said. Uh, John, I call him John. Some guys, sometimes guys were disciplinarians in things that didn't make any difference. I was a disciplinarian in jumping off sides. I hated that. Being in bad position and missing tackles, those sort of things. I wasn't, your hair has to be combed. The, the Raiders responded. This is what Stabler said. This is, and you know, this is probably intuitively why I liked the Raiders at a young age. I sensed this stuff. Um, John Stabler said, John just had a great knack for letting us be what we wanted to be on the field and off the field. How do you repay him for being that way? You win for him. So that, that was, a, that was, I mean that, in in you, you, you could kind of sense that was the way he was, and that's the way it was. Even in, that's the way it was in that franchise, even at a young age. Um, they were different. The Raiders were different. You know, they're, they they had a, Jake. They had a personality. Like you, we long for Nebraska to get back to having a personality. Yes, we do. The Raiders. The Raiders were were a franchise that you knew you knew what they were about. I mean, you when you you, and they kind of they went away from that, by the way. But they, you know, they and and John Madden fostered that that sort of culture, and that's you know, 
that's that's part of why people remember him so fondly. But also, you're right. Summerall Madden. Summerall Madden. The team, right? Yeah. And, and there's just no doubt. I mean, John Madden, you, you knew every time he talked, whether, whether he was coaching or broadcasting, he just loved the game. Like, he loved what he was doing. There's never, this is work. This is fun for me. Mm-hmm. He had the telestrator he made popular in terms of as a broadcaster. That's part of his Emmy Awards. He was obviously brought that to life on TV. He was obviously a very well liked commentator. But this, this, what else did he bring to this life? This was <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Tough acting to act. You know, think about right. some of that stuff right. like that. Right. Uh, so R.I.P. to John Madden, age eighty-five. Again, unexpected passing yesterday morning. Um, yes, but it's a big announced big loss by the for, NFL. Big loss for the football community out there what else is on your mind there chipper oh we want to hear from you guys 402-464-5685 by the way before we move on this is from breezy regarding announcers uh he says all-time great announcers nfl john madden ncaa football keith jackson okay the masters jim nance he says who would be nba and mlb well mlb i think clearly is vin scully right you're good at this I would say I think ML clearly. I think uh, yeah. pretty clearly. Joe ML, Garagiola back in the day. I still think Vince Scully. He was hit with yeah. the Dodgers forever, forever. The, the guys my age will remember Joe Garagiola. I'm trying to think of who else in the. I, I don't think there's really a, a great contender for Vince Scully. Okay, now you you need NBA? to go. I need you to help me. Oh well, I mean, what are we talking about? Are we talking about play by play man or analyst? Ah, uh, that's now that's a good question. Because Hubie is as good as you could find. But now Van Gundy and Mark Jackson, as I said yesterday. Those are, guys are not the ones you think of. Historically for the NBA? Well, give me a name then. Well, Marv Albert. Yeah, play-by-play. Play. Yeah. Play-by-play, play, for sure. That's a good name. Um, Give me another one. Um. Well, I th- not 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 yet, but I think that Mike Breen is up there, right? He's been doing play by play for a long time. I mean, at he's really good. Bang! Yeah, he's really Bang. good. He's really good. He's done NBA Finals. Harry Carey. Someone else says for baseball. I still go Vince Scully over Harry Carey. Yeah, I'm. I don't. I can't. I'm deficient when it comes to the NBA. Except Hubie for a long time, I'd say was really good. Somebody's gonna have to give me another name. But I'm, I don't. I don't. I'm pretty good. You with could go Craig Sager for the NBA. Also, no sideline reporter. Yeah. The late Craig Sager. No, no, no. He doesn't belong in that pantheon. <laughs> um, R.I.P. Craig Sager. Yeah, yeah. At, least, uh, yeah, at not, least give him that. Yeah, but we're not talking about sideline reporters here. Dick Stockton. Someone Dick says Stockton. John Des Moines is Dick Stockton. Thank you, John in Des Moines. Dick Stockton. That's a good name. Marv Albert's a good name that you forwarded. And I'd say for analysts, I'm going to keep saying Van Gundy and Mark Jackson. Those are the guys now. Now at this time. But who was it back in the day? Back in the nineties, eighties. <clears throat> Tommy Heinsohn was one of them. Um, John John in Des Moines and and our friend Chris at the Baldwin shop would remember Tommy Heinsohn doing games for a period. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Well, if someone says Hubie Brown should be the guy. We yeah, think Hubie's of, is Hubie's good. been yeah. a long time analyst. Yeah, Hubie. That's I, I'll just stick with Hubie. He was great. Yeah. So okay, um, I think we should. I don't know. I think we should get to hey. Jake, Jake, it's six. Harrison says Chick Hearn. Thank you. Good name, Thank also. Thank you, Harrison. Yeah, yeah. That was he was mainly associated with the Lakers. I think. Okay. Okay, we got to get to. There was some news late yesterday. We have news. <clears throat> Husker news. It's not. I can't call it breaking news because this has been speculated. 
but there's more teeth to the speculation now, as written by our Parker Gabriel. Um, last, I, was, I don't know, it must have been around dinner time last night. Um, but it's clear what's happening with the staff at this point, or, or it's, it's, it's clearer, and I think we're headed toward resolution. And, and Jake, mm-hmm. there's, there's it, the quarterback situation is becoming clear. But this is what Parker wrote, and we'll have Parker on later. Parker Gabriel. Yeah, this is what Parker Gabriel wrote uh, yesterday. Um, He wrote that Scott Frost is likely going to shift Mike Dawson to defensive line coach, which, Jake, you remember, that was his position in 2018. That was kind of what we assumed might happen there since he'd already been that coach previously. Right. He left for the NFL, and then they brought in Tuyote, Tony Tuyote, who left for Oregon last week. Okay? We've established mm-hmm. that. Yes. As Parker noted, several of Nebraska's outside linebackers also essentially played defensive end. Think Caleb Tanner and Garrett Nelson. Okay? Right? Yes. In fact, when... Some of the coaches, like Eric Chenander, talks about the defensive line. He talks about it, two down linemen, two Yodis guys, former former defensive line coach, two Yodis guys, and then two defensive ends, Tanner and Garrett Nelson. By the way, those guys are pretty good. Um, those groups, by the way, often worked and drilled together in 2021. So... As Parker writes, Dawson's shift is likely to happen, the Journal Star has learned, though it, though it may not be tech, technically finalized until some other dominoes fall, like the running backs coach. Um, now, now, that's, now, assuming that happens, which I think is a safe assumption, then Frost can hire a special teams coordinator and a running backs coach, and the, the special teams coordinator – it really, really looks at this point like Bill Bush is the guy. It's been that way for a while now. It feels like, yeah, like we, that's kind, kind of, of that's kind of been our assumption. I, mean, I know Brumfield got in that conversation from Virginia, yeah. but it's it's pretty much been, hey, we kind of expect Bill Bush to be the guy until he's not the guy. Well, yeah, I mean, it, I, yeah, seems like a natural pairing um, with Bush and Dawson because they've worked together. Now, Bush also has has. I mean, Bill Bush, Jake, he has a long history as an excellent defensive backs coach, and you might have him coach like the nickel or help, or help with the defensive backs. You know, Chenander coaches the nickels right now. Now, maybe Bill takes on the nickel position, right? Um, like, so, so think last year that was JoJo Doman and Isaac Gifford. Um, it wouldn't be – he wouldn't have a huge – batch of guys but he could be helping with the dbs so you could do that he's he's produced a thorpe award winner which i don't think anybody on nebraska's staff could say right now i don't even know if nebraska's had a jim thorpe hmm. award winner i don't know if they have I, I don't but bush has 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 produced a thorpe award winner um okay that would leave the running backs coach which parker mentions a couple guys. There are several high-profile assistants looking for jobs right now, including Florida's Greg Knox and LSU's Kevin Falk. You know who Kevin Falk Kevin is, Kevin Falk, Jake? yes. How could I forget Kevin Falk? He was a longtime New England Patriot running back. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl winning running back with the Patriots he as was, well. Yeah, he was at LSU, Kevin Falk, with Mickey Joseph for four years. Knox, if you watched Florida and UCF in the bowl game, 
I don't know what the hell bowl game that was, but I watched it. Oh uh, um, yeah, what was that? Yeah, it's the tax slayer maybe. Or something <laughs> That's probably what it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, that he was he was the head. He served as the head coach in the absence of the fired Dan Mullen, the very personable and popular Dan Mullen. Uh-huh. Um, Kevin Falk um, is a younger assistant who, who is a younger guy. Um, um, but he was one of the best backs in LSU history. Um, so his name is prominent. So, and I don't know, I just, people keep saying Ron Brown. They keep bringing up Ron Brown. Well, people love Ron Brown. Ron Brown's been a long time staff member with Nebraska and successful in his time at Nebraska. So that's why he'll get brought up. Yeah. The other reason he gets brought up or maybe not, but man. Put, he, he recruited 44 NFL players. Well, yeah. Again, okay. he's got a great history at Nebraska. He's done a great job here. That, that's a reason why people would like that hire to happen because he's been successful here. I know he's a little older at this point, but he's, he's still working hard. Yeah, I think he's 64. Um, Which is also Mark Whipple's age. Right. And he, you know, Ron played at brown university with mark whipple they were on the same team that's wild yeah it is um i, I just want to stop and do something here that you'll find fascinating here's some here's some um here's some ron brown recruits to the university of nebraska i give you mike brown ralph brown johnny mitchell grant wistrom tracy wistrom matt davison michael booker jay foreman nate swift kitty wilhite Brooke Beringer, Greg Austin, um, John Bostic. Um, the list is borderline incredible. Tyrone Leggett, um, Kyler Reed. I'm trying to think of some guys in your realm. I know all those names so far. Do you? Yeah. Uh, I give you Andy Janovich. Sure. Um, yeah, he his recruiting prowess is incredible. It's incredible. Like I said, 44 NFL players, four first-round picks. But Scott does like him in his current role, which is senior offensive analyst. As long as he is a part of the team in some capacity, I think fans will be happy, whether it's running backs coach or just analyst. I'm glad to hear you say that. I think that Ron Brown has been an exceptional part of this team and this program for many, 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 many years. Okay. Then the quarterback situation is, is, is interesting. So, you know, we talked about yesterday, Nebraska extended a scholarship offer to Chubba, Chubba Purdy, um, who's a Florida state transfer, who, by the way, my brother's not that high on, but, um, but I did he hear hasn't a, played very much a co- at yeah, Florida state. Yeah. A co- my brother's season. Despite being Mike Norvell's handpicked guy. Yeah. But anyway, I did hear a coach yesterday. Oh, a coach told me. I didn't hear him because he, I heard it because he told me that, that the Florida State liked Chubba. Um, Chubba Purdy is is um, probably the sort of the lead guy on Nebraska's radar, except there's the, the development is this. Um, he, okay, Purdy has four years of eligibility, Jake. It's... I think what you're looking at here is that Nebraska will try to land two transfer quarterbacks, a veteran, and then, as Parker points out, a younger player such as Purdy to add to the room with the scholarship guys Logan Smothers, Heinrich Harburg, and Richard Torres. Now, I'm told those guys are all good with this. So that quarterback room um, could 
undergo quite an in, injection of new talent in the name of perhaps Chubba Purdy and then a young, an older player. Now, what I've heard yesterday is that, that maybe it won't be Casey Thompson. Okay. That they're not – that they're not I, – I, my guess is it will not be Casey Thompson. Well, why? Uh, it's, they're just interested in others. They, That's the best they way want to somebody else above him. That, yeah, they they think they can do better than that. Um, I'd be curious who that person is. Then we don't who those know. People are we don't know. I mean, me and Parker at least don't know who the other guy is. There's another guy there. They're set on, but the name is elusive. Maybe we'll be surprised when that news comes out. I hope people understand that. This is what I'd like to impart to people. So Chubba Purdy announced that Nebraska had what? I don't know, offered, offered him something. Offered, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess you offer. <laughs> In the transfer portal, I guess yeah, you could offer now. I don't know how the hell that works. But the, what I want to tell you, Jake, is that most of the quarterbacks lay really low in this and don't show their cards. They don't do interviews, and they don't even announce who's looking at them on social media. M- many of them don't. So there's a lot of unknowns in this conversation. It doesn't it's it's pretty I it's sort of interesting to me that way. A lot of these guys hold their cards close. You don't see them on social media saying, "Here's my list. This is what I'm considering." Like high school kids often do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, here's my top 4. Here's my top 20. It's kind of like they're over that now, right? It seems like it. I don't know why. Uh, I still see a lot of it out there. Not much with the quarterbacks. Not much with the quarterbacks. Maybe not quarterbacks, but every other spot still does that. Yeah, um, but not with the quarterbacks. So there's somebody out there that they're interested in that we don't necessarily know at this point. So there's some pretty significant updates there. So, yeah, we will hopefully have official news on Bill Bush soon. I, I don't know. Does it soon? Say, I don't, why does it matter? What it's it like, I just like having clarity instead of just always... Well, we just gave you some clarity. I, well, it's not clear until it's clear. You know, it's it's it it's clear. Why do you it's need their announcements up. to be made now? I mean, I what like the, clarity? <laughs> what? what as we how end, would it help as, your as, life? As, sure, I'll tell you why. As okay. we end the year, I like to go into the next year knowing things, not having oh. th- some that loose would help end, you. not having some loose ends somewhere as I begin a new calendar of my would life. Would the champagne taste better if Ross? The champagne would taste pretty damn good <laughs> oh, if I had really? clarity. That's what you want. I can end. I can enter Monday knowing I don't have to worry about a quarterback or a staff member. I know what it is going to be. Happy New Year. Let's get this started in 2022. Yeah, my, your life has apparently much more structure and order than mine does because that's about 29th on my list of wants. Well, it's not number one for me, but I just like, like I like clarity. I like uh, you know. Twenty nine might be a stretch, by the way. I'd say it's in the fifties of things I care about. I like to hear that list of things above that. <laughs> oh God, number one. Yeah, well, not all. Of them. What's I the could, top ten? I don't think I could share nine of them, but um, I figured probably not. But thought I'd ask at least. Yeah, thank you, Jake. So. There All you right. go. There's an update. There's your show. We'll we'll talk we'll talk <laughs> more about that with Parker Gabriel in the seven o'clock hour, but I'll talk more about it next with Husker Online Sean Callahan on early break on the ticket.